This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, trust me on this one, you've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale, ericsfamilybbq.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome. To the morning sickness, it is Tuesday. It's 5.45. My name's John Holmberg. How are you? There's Brady Bogan. Big Dick Toledo's here. And uh, kind of a cruddy start to our week. Uh, our buddy Brett Fessley not here today. And uh, the reasons why are not good. Uh, it's, and it's just a gut punch. I, I still feel it. Um, Brett's mother passed away yesterday. And it had to be right after the show was over. I don't have a lot of details on what happened. But Brett's pretty torn up. And uh, he's become kind of a institutional rock in this little uh, room here uh, solidifying this space and uh what you know about brett on the air is just the goofy the goofy guy that laughs at all the inappropriate stuff but what brett really is is just one of the kindest hearted human beings you'll ever meet i mean this guy is bend over backwards for you type person for you and uh no we've obviously known him for uh, the entire time we've been here but really gotten to be uh every day for the last year and a half with brett in the room so get the call yesterday, uh, text actually that said, give me a call. And, you know, flippantly like, oh, I was in the middle of a nap. <laughs> this is going to be a pain in the ass. What does Brett want? He never wants to call. And then your brain starts going, well, if you want to call, because I'm a test something must be going on. Right. Like he's sick or something or something bad happened. Right. And sure enough, that's what happened. So um, somewhat unexpected. His mom's not been in great health, but uh, certainly didn't see this. And so, uh, yeah, he's pretty torn up. So if, if you guys at all, uh, fans of inappropriate humor, Italians, uh, people with incredible hair, olive skin, uh, and just decent human beings, we want to pop on Brett's Instagram or his Facebook page or even ours and stuff and wish him, uh, wish him well. I think that, that goes a long way. I think people like to hear from other people so much as just saying, hey, we're thinking about you. That's a nice thing. Uh, so just that's, that's why that's really the only reason I think social media it's good. It's just replaced greeting cards and weird mail, uh, and it's an immediate thing to say. You need anything, type guy, or we love you. He's he's great. He's a really truly a great person. I it, we didn't realize it until he got here, right? How much this room needed something. Yeah. And uh, Brett Brett's been in the room and changed the space completely without doing much, just being in the room. So we uh, definitely, as a group, looking over at that empty chair, thinking about somebody like, and think, man, tough day. So then you got to get up and do the fart show. 
for everybody else because life must move forward. You told me yesterday and it kind of hit me. Oh, it crushed like, me. Man. I, 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 t- I called right over. Medea answers. She's like, hi. I'm like, hey. She goes, it's not Brad. I'm like, I think <laughs> I know that unless he went full Kim Petras on me no just kidding. now. And if he did, we're in, we're in business. And so we joked for a second, and then she hit it. And, I mean, it was like a baseball bat oh, to the stomach. She told me. I mean, he, oh. he's, he's a not in good you know, he's, he's making he's, all he's the aching. calls. Yeah, she's making uh. the calls. So uh, to the Vesley family, everybody's kind of there. My mom used to work with his mom. They worked together, oddly enough. Really? Yeah, small world kind of thing. They worked together at uh, some beauty supply house. They were both hairdressers at one point, And my mom went back to – Selling hairdresser stuff. I don't know what it was called. Armstrong McCall. Yeah, um, that, yeah. that's one. And they yeah. they shoot out products. Ronnie goes there. Oh, I don't even know if it was a store or what. My mom did it for a couple. She's like, I'll just get back into that. She did real estate. She did, uh, uh, well, you know, um, yeah, she was in real estate mostly. And then she's like, ah, blech, to this. And went back to Armstrong McCall and started to push out product. I don't know what they they were selling it to other people who do the jobs or you what sell, it was. I don't know. It's a distribution yeah, like basically like a, if you're a hairdresser you have to have that's a, where you go right yeah, you a have, membership you, card kind of or basically be, in that profession you have to be doing the job to get the stuff from them yeah yeah so they work together there which was and an you buy it wholesale yeah, i think brett and i found that out a few years later it's like you know our moms work together right it's like i didn't know that so anyway so the vesley family uh tip a little out today because it isn't easy it's not fun to look at that chair and see empty and think that he's going through yeah. that but even when you think i mean like at this stage where you know, our parents are in the fourth quarter for sure. Oh, yeah. But you just don't uh, realize the impact. Even you're thinking, okay, I'm. you, you think you're ready for it, but right. you just don't know. Well, and then it's also the, like when Larry and I were talking yesterday about, you know, what's the station? What do we do? Not, not on the air, but like, what do you do as the station? Right. Who do we? Who right. needs to know? What You know, is it, is it a mass email that goes out there? Is that kind of callous or is that something that people hear? And we kind of came up with some stuff and then Larry's like, and Larry, <laughs> Larry McFeely is... He's not exactly living uh, outside of the gray clouds. Let's right. just say that. Larry right. can find darkness and things. In a funny way. That's what makes Larry fun. But in a way, that's how he lives his life. But he even said it. He goes, well, these are the calls we're going to start making to each other now. Oh. And, I'm, and he's not wrong. He's not wrong. No. And that's he's not wrong. And, and it was that. My mom has COPD. Right. We've gotten to that age now where the. The call me any hour. Yeah, the call me base. Yeah, Torp is just on a. He's a, he is literally somebody standing on a landmine and just getting through. Which How you I doing, ruined Dad? Hey, I'm alive. <laughs> That's what it was last time. And uh, my sister is. They went back over. Um, they have a. They well, they're over, not in they're, Columbus. They're, they're in Switzerland, in right? And they're there for three or four months for to hang out in Switzerland. And, yeah. Oh. And she says to me, uh, I'm coming home early because I just don't think – I didn't hear anything, but she's yeah. like, coming home early because I think uh, dad's oh, – right. Just to just hear the, the – I don't think it's going well. Yeah. yeah. And so then I call over there. Hey, hey. Hey, what's going on, bud? I don't understand but, what's like, going Dad, on how yet? you doing? I'm yeah. alive. Well, my old man just friend – Just waiting. My old man friend, uh, Fred, who just passed away uh, December, uh, same thing, though. You talk to him. You're like, He's fine. Because his adrenaline would get going when right. he'd have people right. that he wanted to talk yeah. to, right. you know, and then he would, after the hang up or you leave the and that's place. That's natural. You got to sure. be thinking, and like, I, oh man. And yeah. you know it's quick because it's like, uh, what are you doing, Dad? Well, nothing. <laughs> Your mom will go out and do stuff. Because I'm not, uh, he doesn't, he's, he's, he's not even care. out of the house. He doesn't want to go out of the house yeah. anymore. Just yeah. waiting. Well, then Larry was right. Thanks for that uplifting mo- moment. Yeah, it's just those, those things where you do, you think you can be prepared for anything. You can't. It's that. I remember Lisa's grandmother at that time, she 
wanted to go. She would talk. Oh about yeah, it. yeah. She would. Just oh, my say, grandpa couldn't stop talking just, about wanting to die, and then would, yeah. twelve years later, Alzheimer's made it so he wasn't allowed to talk about it. He yeah. didn't even know that's what was next. He's like a little kid who's just lost on it. So yeah, everybody has the thing, but that's Larry's. There's you know these are the calls we're going to make to each other. Now I'm like, all right, enough. Just let's deal with one at a time. Let's not kill our parents right away. Let's just let's settle down. Well, when somebody says call me now, you know you've got to because that's that's what's next. Okay, nice talking to you, Larry. <laughs> well, we'll get that email right out. <laughs> Bad enough. You're only 15 years away from your death. Me? Yeah, you I look 65. forward to it. I'm like really have 65. That's five years longer than I've ever wanted to go. <laughs> I thought you said 65 I got the whole time. 10 left if I want it. <laughs> I'm not enjoying this whole ride as much as that. Like I've done everything I need to do. I'm kind of like the I'm on a roller coaster that won't stop. I'm like, this uh, is six fun months, still. Be good. You got new hips. Oh, I'm happy with the new hips. I'm going to burn these out. I'm pushing the gas down. Like everybody's like, no, you got to settle down. Can't do all the things you used to love to do. You just have to be in moderation. You're at a different age. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Two new hips. Punch the- it, Chewy. I am smashing yes. this. Warp speed, <laughs> Actually, brother. I'm, I'm on that. Because the next time the doctor's like, you wore those out in five years. I'm like, I guess that's the end of me. We can do it again. We could. But eh, I think we're just going to let's just set our things down here. And that's enough. I've been riding the couch a little too much over the last two months. So I need to get out and start ah. burning up my hips. You burn them out. I I'm going to crush these. Everybody's like, you got to stop this contact sport. And you can't do running anymore. I'm like, I can do all that. Well, you'll just wear them out. You're going to feel better than That's the scary thing about the hip. You're going to feel better than ever. You're not going to realize how much pain you put yourself through with this disorder. And now it's gone. I'm like, great. Don't use them. Uh, F you. <laughs> I'm using them like I'm 13. I that. You just put new tires yeah. on your car. Don't well, drive Well, they're worried it. because normally people my age wear them out so fast. Right. Just with normal right. walking. Old you want people, to still be able to see the little rubber nubs on there, like on the tires? Yeah. You don't want to wear those out. <laughs> Prorate that. <laughs> I can't it's gone. There's going bald. Sni- there's a sniglet for that. I can't yeah. I, look, and that would have made Brett laugh. You just made me sad. <laughs> that word came out of your mouth, and now I, he doesn't give the... I know what a sniglet is, but... I know, but that would have gotten but, Brett good. That would have gotten him good. But yeah, no, they, they tell you that, because old people with uh, any sort of joint replacement are just happy to get up off the couch and go to the bathroom without assistance. Yeah. And to be able to stand. And that's why they're always like, oh, my hips are better. But when young people get a surgery because their bones are out of order, uh, they tell them like, all right, you can't do this. You got to my my driver this morning was Leo. Michelle's car is not uh, good. So Leo, who I know originally, Leo was my original driver. Uh, Leo tells me, he goes, I get knee redone, uh, whole thing replaced. He goes, they tell me no more soccer. And he goes, so I watch on TV, other people play for me. (laughs) And I start laughing. And I'm like, get your ass out there and play some. They'll just injure it again. How much are you loving this situation? He's one of those love life guys, though. I'm just like, here. He, he's looking at it. You know, you, you look at it like, okay, I don't need to do the soccer. I just want to walk around, yeah. be able to get. Yeah. To me, Brady, life's like a giant dinner party. It goes on way too long. After a while, you just get tired of the small talk. And you want to have some fun and blow some stuff up before you go. And if, if everybody says, hey, we're wrapping it up, I'm so fine with that. I just feel bad for when uh, for the other people. Dying doesn't bother me. It's yeah. for the sadness of the people who have to move on. So yeah, th- this this next ten years of these hips. Oh, you have you've seen nothing yet. I'm going to what start is hip alpine skiing. I might do moguls. Do I'm it. picking Michaela it all. Schiff from I, the whole thing. I'm doing the kickouts. Everything they say I can't do. I'm going to be like, yes, I can. The Core Institute's whole uh, whole program is yes, I can. But uh, to their credit, the Core Institute has basically said you can do anything you want. Your parts, your parts will wear out faster, and I'm like, they wore out pretty fast. uh, Original parts, gravity still works. I'm basically a Fiat. 
my stuff didn't last long. I'm not, I don't have a lot Plus, of miles, but they you got it done on February 1st. If you can kick that in by by December, you get two surgeries for the price of one. That's in a what year. I did last year. I did that last year. I got the two. Oh, I got the right. shoulder and the. Th- I was going to try three, but it's just. <laughs> I was trying to get that third surgery in by December to get the insurance cost, but I had to double down and pay uh, my. But my deductible's met again already. Right. So I'm ready to not look. Hit me with your car. Uh, it doesn't cost me a penny right now. What joint is left on your right shoulder? shoulder but it's right. but it's done so well since the left one got fixed. That I, it? Yeah, it's weird. It's almost like I'm posture changed. So. It's still not right, but that's it why you hurt. got the evil Knievel suit. I got the evil Knievel Strap suit. Strap it on. Oh, I am. I'm, and it's that pleather stuff that you can slide down the street in. You can drag me behind a car. I hooky bobbing. I go up oh, to the snow. have no issue. Snow. We'll do it in the dirt. We'll do it right here. <laughs> go back, back to yeah, I'm I'm very much on the '60s. Pretty much a nice round number that feels like Brady's so close to being done with. Like, you're not going to accomplish anything. There's no evil Knievel suit desire for me right now. <laughs> no, but do you, what are you going to do after 60? N- nothing. You're, well, you're the things that I want to be able to do right. is the reason why I'm not doing you know, too many ex- picking like up extreme what? sports. I like to golf. Oh, you can golf with a wheelchair. You're fine. Oh, you're you'll fine. golf every day. Uh, when you I don't want to golf with a wheelchair. Yeah, you. 60's enough. What are you dragging around for after 60? To golf every day? You're a commerce machine. I'm just looking at Still it Still like, be able to catch animals out in the wild, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, that's... You're, you're going to keep Jesus. my skills you're on gonna, that. You're going to make me want to die at 50 yeah. just knowing you. You're going to be a pickleball machine. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be sad. A pickleball's fun when you're young. You watch fun. old people play. It's like, tick, tick, tick. Oh, maybe the worst thing I've ever seen in my life doubles pickleball. You, you might as oh, well we just have a pina colada in your hand with that always one. Play the key is finding something nah. that's still having fun. You're right. Absolutely, You're right. finding finding something that kills the time without the dreadful waste of what goes on without the fun, which is just day to day. My gramps ninety two. You know, go out, uh, play golf and uh, got to get back in time for tic tac toe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wink, Martindale. <laughs> Tic-Tac-Toe is a great show, though. <laughs> Joker's Wild Tic-Tac-Toe Hour was pretty much why I liked being sick from school. One to two o'clock. Boom, boom. That was pretty good stuff. I think Bill Cullen hosted the Joker's Wild. And I visited his grave in, uh, in uh, California. Oh, I didn't visit it. I found it. And I stood there, and I'm like, hey, Joker, Joker, political science. Isn't the whammy guy the same guy that... Peter Tamarkin. Joker? He passed away in a plane crash. I thought he hosted Joker's Pressure Wild. Line. No. Joker's Wild was way before that. And then kind of drug out into the 80s. And yeah. I think I don't think Bill Cullen was the host or the whole time. Cullen, and then anyway. what's there? A- no, Card Sharks was uh, Jim Perry and then Bob Eubanks. Damn, look at you. <laughs> don't start with me on the no, game I show. Wasn't, I wasn't challenging yet. <laughs> we got the game show network, too. Don't start doing that. Plus, right, settle down. I'm a buzzer <laughs> super fan. And it's bringing back all my – they don't have any of the really cool ones like Joker's Wild and things like that. But, you know, Card Sharks is on there every once in a while. I preferred Perry to Eubanks. Eubanks was a little bit smug. But what are you going to do? Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I just don't. I don't have any problem with that. I'm going to burn this thing up, and I have 60 seems nice. If it drags on further, my dad's like 74. He's like, why would you say that? I'm in the prime of my life. I'm like, you are absolutely not in the prime of your life. You quit lying to yourself and yeah. telling yourself that because you're not. He picks up a glass, it starts shaking because he's got some neurological thing in his wrist. I'm like, not prime you're of good. my life. Right, and you know what he'll say? You'll see. You'll see. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like it's oh. like the Super Bowl halftime yeah. where we think, oh, finally. Someone in there. I've you been, don't realize. I've been this way for years. I got called, called old by my asshole son. I don't care night. about the old part. No, I, I don't, don't care about that either. But he, we were talking about, because uh, I, I told him about, about Brett, and he says, yeah. well, he says, uh, well, grandma's young. I said, what yeah. do you mean grandma's young? She's like 73 now. And he goes, well, yeah, but she had you when you were 18. You're old. 
Well, that doesn't make any sense. There's kids in there. I'm like, what, what <laughs> kind of logic see, is that? He, grandma's young and she's only 18 years old. You're old because yeah. she was young. All right. Uh, well, then we're both going to die yeah. soon and leave you in the lurch, kid. And but then I, you'll see what it's like to not have a dad. That's what I told him. I said, enjoy taking care of me. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the other thing. I don't want anybody taking care of me. me I don't either. want to be bent over and have somebody wiping my ass. It's just no fun. Nope. I don't that's want pans enough. to go uh, in. I don't, no, I don't want any of that. Nobody wants a pan. Nothing about in. lingering past 60 seems fun. I don't want the Gardaloo. <laughs> Somebody dumping a bucket out the window from the bed to the toilet. <laughs> no splash. No, there's no. The body is. You're poorly, in the wrong place look, if you got that going on. Yeah. The body is poorly designed. It breaks down when you need it the most. Right. And that's the weirdest right. thing. It's you like have a, been yeah. Benjamin Button. Right. You should be doing better as you like. It gets strong. It gets weaker as you age, and then and then you lay in your own filth, and it's like I just want to see another day. No, I'm not that person. I just feel bad for the people that survive death, you know, the ones who are the family, the close family, because it's, you know, that's the sucky part of it all. But, you, you know, I've seen I mean, like many. when you'd visit Fred yeah. and like when I go into uh, my folks' place, you just go down the hallway oh. and there's those doors where they're just, all they are is just laying in the bed. Well, yeah. Well, they're, they're, in a, they're in a more active thing. I'm saying other but, people in the – yes, and my yeah. – Folks are too. Yeah, they're in the. They're not in the big house. That's what they call it. They're not in the. But you have to go through the big house in order to go to the restaurant in there. This one's not that way, which is great. It's just a bunch. It's an apartment building. It feels like Melrose Place for my old friend and for Paula now, and she's there, and it's great. There is that secondary area, and it's back in the corner. And the old place was... And it's usually was, through a couple of giant double yeah. doors. Oh, they lived at a place called Tuscany that was just condos, independent. Oh, yeah. No, they weren't even connected. Beautiful. Until and then, you get to the back of the And then the hotel that was right yep. in the back. Yep. Death, uh, it was Heaven's yep. Waiting Room. Because so. they yeah. want the front to look all nice. Got well, good morning, everybody. Death waits for all of us. <laughs> and Brett's, uh, you know, Brett's situation is shine a light on that. And Larry's commentary of these are the calls we're going to be making to each other now. I'm like, no, it's, I can call you still about you fest, right? I can still call you and say, hey, uh, we're out here at this event and there's no, no van. Rage Against is back yeah. on. <laughs> can I get tickets to Shine Down? I can still call you for that. Yeah, but most of the time when you call, it's going to be at one of our expenses. Okay. How about this show? And? <laughs> and no, everyone's alive. No, everybody's alive. Oh, all right. Yeah, you could have texted me this. <laughs> but it is funny when somebody says, hey, give me a call. They're like, uh-oh. Because I don't. I, I just I just think about my ex wife. I'm like, oh, I know what that means. Yeah, well, how? Somebody's Money. breaking up. Oh, really? That's yeah. usually what you get. Oh yeah. No, no kidding. See, no, Doug Hopkins. TV's Doug Hopkins is a phone guy. He well, calls. He has to be. Well, no, no, he doesn't. But he calls all the time. You text him, and you're going to get a call. And at first, before I knew this, I'm like, oh, somebody's dead. Hopkins is calling. Why is he? And then he comes, hey, what's up, bro? I'm like, hi, Doug. What's going on? You going to game tonight? And I'm like, yeah. Hey, we could have done this on text. He goes, yeah, I like the phone. Click. And I'm like, well, I like, and I text back, I like texting. And then TV's Doug Hopkins will call like 10 minutes later. Hey, bro, I forgot to tell you. I'm like, text me that. Every time, the, and the only reason, I don't, it's not that I don't enjoy chatting with him. Every time I see somebody calling, I'm like, oh, God, tragedy. I only get calls for bad news now. Nobody right. calls just to say, hey. John, but I know it's does. not cool anymore, but uh, T's and P's out to Bert. This yeah, morning. well, do it whatever it takes, whatever works for you and for them. The T's and P's are kind of a we made yeah. it a silly thing, but it is a it's thought. A look, think it's telling somebody. It's all good. Telling somebody I'm about you, saying thoughts and prayers to no one. Thoughts and prayers. It, that that's when it gets to be a thing. Like when people say it on TV, my thoughts and prayers to the family. 
No, you didn't know them, and you don't. You know, you know. But if you tell Bert personally and just say, "Hey, buddy," we're thinking about you. That's that's a personal touch. This the, the impersonal Facebook announcement uh, on your own page of saying my thoughts and prayers go here, like your own personal eulogies. The Dave Pratt morning M O U R N I G mayor. It just um, it's pers- it's it's self satisfying. It's all. But this it. kind of situation, you you feel like uh, Brian Reagan. Or Regan in yep. certain. Just, I, the, the, I yeah. know. No I one know. knows what to say. But if you're saying it directly to the person you're You have it, a good day, yeah. too. Firing it off on your own Facebook to say, a friend of mine's mother passed away, so please direct your thoughts and prayers. That's about you. That's, that's not. You talk to the person directly. You don't put it out on your page about someone else's sorrow so you can collect all the T's and P's. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I that's when I lose it for social media. If I had a page and I put up there and said, "My friends going through something tragic," and people are like, "Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that." That's for me. That has nothing to do with being nice to the person who's actually hurting. But today might be a little. Different. Put a picture of uh, you and Brett Vesley. If you took a picture with there him, you Brett. go, a personal picture of you and Brett. I know him. Yeah. Well, all of Brett's pictures, he's kind of blurred out in the back. Usually, there's a shovel. So I don't think the people who take pictures with Brett, those are the ones that are. Usually it's sunglasses, yeah. and he's got the hat the slipped. Hat. Anything suicidal tendencies, maybe a, uh, one of those uh, see-through transparent little things over your Facebook page. Today. We're thinking about yeah, you. Nah, Brett's the best, but you don't have to. We have a Facebook page you can say right. thanks on. Don't do it to yourself. And nobody's, I don't assume anybody would. I'm thinking about my, I'm amazing. That's what I look at Facebook for when people take a tragedy and then write their own thing on their page. Instead of just going to the people that are hurting and saying, hey, I'm here for you. The old personal touch, as they call it. Make a call, make a text, make direct contact, email them, do whatever. Putting it on, nobody's going to do this, but putting it on your page to say, oh, the tragedy. For me, I'm so sad that my friend's sad. Point that, what about me? That's the Jessel neckline, but what about me? Right. I know everybody else is sad, but what about me? And I just, I, I find that to be a very strange situation. But anyway, it's just an odd, an odd one in the room. It was a, definitely a gut punch and... Again, like I said, Brett's one of the one of the sweetest human beings I know, and he's a he's you know equal parts dickhead and sweet guy. Right. And uh, but he is he changes the the tenor of a room. He makes a room better, and we've learned that firsthand that having Brett in a room makes everything uh, different. It's, there's energy vampires, and there's uh, just positive energy vampires. And he he takes the positive energy and makes the room better. He just does. When Brett's around, he doesn't even have to say anything. Well, but when Brett's around, it's just a, a better room to be in there are some people when they're in the room you're like i went out of this room that you can just feel their yeah their tension their negativity Oosh. towards like they're just no fun yep. and then there's the energy vampire like colin robinson who i love on tv but we all can relate to colin robinson from that television show uh what we do in the shadows because everybody's worked with a colin robinson a decent person a nice guy but when they're in the room it sucks the life out of the room and you can't explain it i've known energetic people Fun people who have come in a room and they relieve the room of all of its energy. And not because they're just so fun. It's just something about them just... <laughs> That's why that uh, energy vampire thing is such a hilarious thing. On uh, If you don't watch What We Do in the Shadows, Colin Robinson's character is so relatable. Because he's evidently a real vampire <laughs> that doesn't take blood. He takes your, your desire to have life underneath you. Just your, your livability. And he's just a drag without even trying. Everything he talks about is awful. Uh, Brett's the opposite. He's a positive guy. So 
Uh, we're thinking about you, kid. That's all that is. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one. And we'll start this day uh, as best we can. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.